0: Welcome to another episode of Third Shot Podcast. Whatever platform you're listening on, don't forget to hit that subscribe button. You can also check us out on our website, thirdshotpodcast.com, or on social media. We're on Instagram and Facebook, as well as YouTube, so come watch us at Third Shot Podcast. You can also find us on X at Third Shot Pod. And while you're there, please leave us a comment or a review or just give us all those five stars. We're ready for it get my glass ready
1: i'm ready for this (laughs) ready
0: to toast i've got a special one this week so
1: oh what's okay what do you got there so
0: this is the paris hotel and you can kind of see the eiffel tower behind it it's like in my glass the eiffel tower Oh, oh that's cool and it's a special one because one of our listeners aka my second cousin She comes to visit Vegas all the time, and she stays at Paris, and she got me this on her last trip here. Nice.
1: Oh, that's cool. Well, thank you. Yeah, thanks for
0: supporting the show. Yeah,
1: and listening. Actually, I believe she not only listens, she watches, right, on YouTube?
0: She does, on YouTube, yeah.
1: Awesome. She's set up with
0: her beautiful faces on her screen.
1: Keeps the family close, right? You don't have to be seeing each other all the time in person. You can do it through YouTube now.
2: Exactly. Exactly. exactly.
0: <laughs> and we're growing our family, so all of our listeners who have supported us, I feel like you know we're in their home. Like, I guess we are, we're family yeah. now.
2: You know. You know what I noticed the other day? I'm totally just I, I derailing our our conversation here, but I do have to say, speaking of listeners. Um, over on apple podcasts our subscribers cracked the 100 mark just on apple alone which Yay, is really cool.
1: that's awesome
2: yeah yeah that, is that just awesome. happened like in the last i don't know week or so so that's great
1: and i think on youtube we just cracked 50 right it's, no, it's, it's not a million but it's 50 it's thank it's you new. for what are
2: you gonna
0: do? that much closer to a mil. <laughs> yeah exactly getting there you're right exactly
1: one step at a time
2: um, yeah. the other thing, I think the other maintenance thing to stay here is the Google podcasts. If you subscribe to us, cause I did notice we had a bunch of people subscribe to us over on Google, Google right. podcasts is going away. So either subscribe to us on Google, on Apple, on Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts other than Google podcasts, since that's going away. So, uh, make sure you do that.
1: Yeah. And I think all the Google listeners are going to be moved over to, um,
2: to YouTube. YouTube. Yep. Right. Right. So now they'll be able to see us.
0: Yeah. Right. Maybe we'll break a hundred soon.
2: Exactly. Let's make it okay, that that happen.
1: That's what we need. We need a hundred. A <laughs> hundred on YouTube. Just like on, just like on Apple, we got to break a hundred, and then we're gonna be, yeah, celebrities. Right. So people. People. <laughs> you
0: go.
2: There you go.
0: Well, I have some exciting news to share.
2: Okay. Well, for yep. me,
0: anyway, I'm sorry. Okay. Selfish. <laughs> but. I think I have mentioned before they were putting in a chicken and pickle in Vegas.
2: Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. And it's like less than a mile from my house.
2: Oh, I didn't know was that close to you.
0: It's so close. And I saw they finally put up a structure. So the end is in sight where I can just like drive down the street and be at chicken and pickle.
2: Wow, that's
1: awesome. Is it a big place?
0: You know, it's really tough for me to tell I've never been good at like estimating the size of things and it's in an empty lot. So, you know, all you can see is a frame and then everything around it is pretty underdeveloped. There's nothing out there yet. Mm -hmm. Um, There's a Costco that's like,
1: Oh, I know exactly what you're talking about then. Okay.
0: Right next to Costco. Um, Oh, wow. Okay. That is very So, If you don't want to eat chicken at chicken and pickle, you can go get a hot dog
2: or a chicken. (laughs) At Costco
0: or chicken bake. (laughs)
1: Yeah, well, there are other restaurants in that little shopping center too. There's there's a bunch right there. So, lot of options. Lot of options to eat.
0: Right, this is dangerous, but at least I'll be playing (laughs) pickleball to wear some of this off.
2: Work it off, Yeah. yeah. So, do they? What's the menu there at the chicken and pickle? Is it is it mainly just chicken? Do we know? Like, what's the
0: I have no idea. They okay. have a lot of
1: things. They Do have a they? lot of things. Oh, obviously, nice. chicken is, uh, you know, the mainstay like chicken sandwiches, and all that kind of stuff. But they have other sandwiches as well. I think they have salads. Um, I don't know what other main courses they have. On so like,
0: kind of like pub food almost. Yeah. Okay. yeah, yeah.
3: Okay.
1: What would what would you? What would you want to eat while you play pickleball or before or after? Mm. Oh, that's actually a good question. Would you dare to eat before you play pickleball? <laughs> no. <laughs> never. Would you never do that? I mean, I would. Of course I would. I think there's
0: been times <laughs> when Uncle was in Vegas. We ate like this big meal. And on the way home, he's like, "Do you want to stop at sunset and play some pickleball? Wow. Like, yeah, sure. But, you know, there's.
1: Well, I mean, like you said, you got to work it off, right? <laughs> I mean, it, it just, it helps oh, the man. guilt of, you know, taking in 5,000 calories at dinner, I think. <laughs> <laughs> so no, oh. you guys are out. You would not eat before playing. I don't think I would, think I would play eat first before. Eat after yeah, things.
2: yeah. How, right. Well,
1: how about drinking? Would you have a like an alcoholic drink before you play pickleball?
2: Hmm. A beer, a cocktail, maybe, maybe something, anything something like, something light. Light, um, like a yeah. Sweater. I mean, I don't want to be falling down on the court. You know, like. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay, yeah, we don't want to be drunk, but I mean, would you loosen up and, you know, would you, with your buddies and stuff like that, hey, let's have a, you know, a drink. We are third shot, so let's have a shot and then go play. Uh, maybe. I think I, I don't I think do I well with alcohol. After. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> okay.
0: Uncle's totally down. He'll so, eat, he'll drink, he'll do whatever before he plays.
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, <laughs> okay. So, so here's the thing, right? When when I don't play well, oh, shouldn't have had that chicken and a waffle, or oh, that third shot caught I me, see. right? I don't know, to, right. You got to fill in the yeah, excuses cover from, up. from my golfing background. You always had some built in excuses ready to go. Oh, yeah, I slept wrong on my shoulder, or mm-hmm. you know, woke up mm-hmm. too early, had to drive too far, my back stiff. Right. I'm, I'm, I'm the master at built in excuses not <laughs> playing well. Uh-huh. So I think if nice. I you know, ate too much or drank too much before I played, OK, you know, even if I didn't, that's my reason. If I didn't. Right. Play,
0: that's <laughs> smart. I might need to change my answer. <laughs>
1: <laughs> what would you serve? OK, if you had if you mm. opened up your own venue and you could serve whatever food you want, what would you serve?
0: I think I would serve like, I love Asian food of like all kinds and they have some really delicious pickled things. Like if you're looking at Asian food as a whole, there's, you know, kimchi, there's Mm -hmm. pickled radishes and all of the sorts. So I think kind of like a, um, like an appetizer type, maybe not meals, but like different Asian appetizers and side dishes with like pickled stuff. To go with the pickle
2: theme. Now, that, that sounds amazing. Dude, would you, would you do the
1: fried pickles? Because, like Hooters, you know, mm-hmm. I've never had fried pickles until I went to a Hooters at one point. And I go, hey, these are actually pretty darn good. I was surprised.
0: You know, I could probably do like a, um, you know, like Chinese fried chicken wings, how it has like five spice. Use oh. that batter on like, Like a, um, like a kimchi cucumber.
1: Oh, I like this. Yeah. I like, I need to
0: come up with a name for this though, but the food, I can, I can put a a menu together tonight. (laughs)
2: I'm I'm liking this. Uh, can you, can you just, can we just make the whole episode just this where you're describing (laughs) food? (laughs) Wouldn't that be a great podcast? Just people just describing food. (laughs)
0: That'll well, be our next.
1: <laughs> well, Rush, you and I talked about maybe doing a barbecue podcast because, right, you know, right. Is that the food you would choose to um, serve? Uh,
2: you know, the only problem is the stickiness, right? Mm-hmm. Like getting getting that all over your hands. You don't want to get that all over your, you know. You, you just paid three hundred bucks for a, a paddle. Do you really want to get this on it? So, right. I don't know. Now, now, I'm. Just, I don't know. I mean, I guess if you're eating afterwards, it's fine. But you know right. something like a like a hot wings or barbecue might this
3: Just might be kidding. the first
2: time that I say no, however, they go great with pickles they do so I don't know i'm I'm up in the air, maybe it's sandwiches, barbecue sandwiches, like brisket
1: sandwich or there pork sandwich, mm-hmm. but not
2: too saucy, yeah, yeah, I like it
0: and pickles go on the sandwich
2: exactly oh my
0: gosh, right okay. right y'all are so, making me way too hungry,
2: I know. I know. What about, oh, what about like a pastrami sandwich, right? Like the pastrami with the pickles and you get the big pickle on the side. Yes. So it could be like, you know, brisket and then you've got like the pastrami thing going on. You've just got like a, maybe like a New York deli type of feel to the pickleball uh, place.
0: Mm.
1: Well, Nick, you know, close to where Bridgie lives is the South Point Casino and their deli has an amazing pastrami or corned beef sandwich. I mean-
0: yes it's like this thick like two or three inches of just meat
1: wow i don't think i could eat that before i play pickleball though (laughs) i mean that that was it did is pretty pretty
3: good
2: (laughs) how about this what if you had like you know you had the menu set up so that you had pre-game post-game meals
3: right first of all then you
2: get people coming back twice before they play and after they play but you have these kind of light snacks beforehand, like, you know, like almost like little little finger foods, little appetizer type of things mm-hmm. beforehand. And afterwards, you just go all in. Okay, so
1: now would you have like a little side table on every court and have waiters or waitresses serve you while you're actually on the court so you could munch in between games?
2: Mm. Wow. Well, now we're getting into like top golf, uh, right. Territory here yeah.
1: Exactly.
2: Yeah. Uh, it could be, it could be interesting. I mean, what could be kind of fun too, is like, let's say you had, you know, you had, you had four people playing and you had four people at that little cocktail table off to mm-hmm. the side waiting to play next. And then, you know, you're just rotating through. So while you're right. watching, you know, the other people play, you're enjoying whatever.
1: I like this idea. And then we can, you know, like smoothies or those types of things are what, you know, what like gets served a lot or yeah. you know, like Bridgie, like the finger foods, right. I could totally see people wanting to kind of munch as they're waiting for the, you know, their turn to play. Right. Oh, I think we got something. Now we just got to come up with a name and a place to play this at or put, you know, build yeah, it. Exactly. Right. <laughs> uh, right
0: it. next to chicken and pickle. <laughs>
2: <laughs> just take them down yeah <laughs> oh. <laughs> You're, we're closing them before they even open Jeez. Yep. <laughs> well the other thing that i would make sure we
1: had at this facility is a place that people can buy paddles because a lot of times like you mentioned top golf right you go to the top golf a lot of people don't have their own golf clubs right they have a bunch of clubs there for you to try out stuff like that i think we should have Like a pro shop where people can rent the the paddles out or buy the paddles once they fall in love with them, and I know that they would love the Triple J paddles because we had an opportunity to try them out, and we're lucky enough to have their owner Luis Garcia joining us after the break, and he can explain to all of us how did he build these amazing paddles at the price point he's selling them, which is fantastic. So please come back and join us with Luis from Triple J Pickleball. Welcome back to Third Shot. I appreciate you hanging out during the quick break. as always, we super appreciate all the support that you've been providing us on social media. It just keeps blowing up. I mean, we're getting more and more people coming on to our social media accounts, whether it's Facebook. We're really big on Instagram right now. We're getting even bigger on YouTube. That's been growing. So thank you so much for your support, all the feedback, all the comments. Keep them coming. Bridgie and I, uh, we've had the experience of trying out a brand new paddle out there from Triple J. And we are lucky enough to have the
3: owner, Luis Garcia, joining us today. Luis, how are you? I'm doing great, I'm doing great. Um, just happy to be here. Appreciate what you guys are doing for the community and just to, uh, making Pickleball more um, accessible to people and the way you guys communicate, I think is awesome.
0: Thank well, you. thank you. And yeah, thank course. you for being on our show and for letting us try your amazing paddles. Uh, before we get into all of the details, we'd like to do a little toast to Triple J Pickleball.
3: Good. Here nice go. Cheers. That went down smooth. Yes, it did. Yes.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so Louise, tell us, how did you get involved with pickleball? Uh, were you always a pickleball player, racket sport mm. player? What's your story?
3: Yeah, so I actually tried tennis out um I think in two thousand like 13 and I shot a ball over the fence. And um yeah, I it wasn't for me. I didn't play it in high school or anything you like that. You should have been playing baseball if you could hit it over it the sounds fence. Sounds like it, yeah. Maybe, yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, <laughs> but but man, it was just um uh, yeah, so I didn't have a lot of racket sport. Uh I was in the army for some time and then when I deployed, I picked up a ping pong paddle overseas. Uh, And and that that was a little bit more, I think, calming. And then you run into pickleball, which is like this hybrid. Right. And it's like, okay, this this is doable for me. You know, the ball doesn't travel as fast, uh, but it's also not as small as a ping pong. So, you know, there's there's more margin for error there. And uh, at the time I was a I was actually a youth pastor at a church and the recreational center was literally in the same building where my office was. So the the red guy there started a pickleball thing, and uh, one day I'm walking out to the water fountain, and I'm hearing these, <laughs> you know, and people it was having you. <laughs> yeah, and I was like, "What is that? Like, what is that?" And honestly, I was like, "It's kind of annoying. Like, what is that noise?" <laughs> you know. So so I pop my head inside, and um, some people I knew were there, uh, you know, older people retired, they were just having a good old blast, and they're like, "Louis, come and play." So I hop in there. They give me the. The pickleball paddle, the the like the wooden one. The uh-huh. the brand is pickleball. You know the nets were green, and yeah, like, here it's it leaves like a black streak on your hand. That's <laughs> that yeah, and uh, and we started playing, and um, you know, I, the ball was staying within the court at least, and these guys were whooping my butt. So I was like, okay, what's going on here? How are these guys beating me? So then the comp- the competitive aspect came, and the next thing you know, I was just hooked you know, I enjoyed it. Um, the learning curve was uh, extremely easy, but then there was also the challenge of like, okay, there is very neat shots and very, you know, precise things that you can still, inc- you know, improve on. So it's it's cool in the sense that anyone can come in and have a rally, but it's also cool in the fact that like, it has a lot of aspects that you still have to learn if you want to get even better, you know? So, so that's how I started playing. And then in um, this past year, in 2022, I had my third boy, uh, which was Josiah. And um, during that time, we were at the hospital and um, this is our third baby, so we kind of had a routine. You know, we we knew how many bags to pack. You know, it was it was honestly a vacation for me and my wife. Like, <laughs> we, we really enjoyed it because uh, we didn't have the other two. The house was taken care of. We just, you know, they were bringing us food at the hospital, we were watching TV. So it was like a little vacation, a little two day vacation that we had. And uh, just sitting there at the hospital, um, I did a lot of research on, uh, I watched an interview with the guy from Double Black Diamond, you know, how he created his company and everything like that. And, And I had an itch to kind of leverage the sport a little bit for the sake of other things, like maybe not just playing it for the sake of me, but playing it so that maybe we can build community and help people you know, in one way or another. And uh, and also just the thought of how cool would it be to be around Pickleball as a means to provide, you know, for my family. I think that would be pretty cool too. Yeah. Uh, so then in those two days I began to research and, uh, you know, we began to look at, you know the technology of paddles and stuff like that. And also already kind of uh, diving into that. Matter of fact, my first thermal form paddle was a double black diamond. Um, and before that I played with a paddle from these guys out in Washington. Uh, called players pickleball which their approach was make it affordable cut the middleman um, and they make their own paddles here stateside and they were 120 which at the time was a for me already an expensive paddle you know yeah. 120 I'm like oh, yeah. man, 120 so you know now that's like a budget brand you know that's a that's a budget price you know but but 120 it was cold press and it was 13 millimeters so I was like this has got to be the best technology on earth, you know. And then I played with a double black diamond, and I was like, "This is incredible!" You know, it's like it does all the work for you. Like, where's the button? You know, like they got it an on and off. So, so yeah. So I dove into that. I, I fell in love with thermoform paddles, and then uh, we just began researching, you know, how to how to get our hands on that technology, you know, and then how can we make that technology available to people, um, you know, without the expensive. Price tag, and I think we have the luxury of doing that because at where we stand as a company, we're not yet, you know, sponsoring athletes at the highest level where you know we have to pour out all this money. Um, you know, we try to save on packaging, uh, and we try to save on like big brand marketing. Um, I think if we can save that money, then we can offer the paddle, you know, that we do at a very very affordable price. Uh, so that's sort of how it came to be, um, and you know, obviously we want to at at some point grow to the to the point where we can provide a lot for the community and uh, just give the community some, something back and hopefully grow pickleball and in, in places that I know pickleball isn't going to go unless somebody goes there, you know? So, so yeah, that's kind of how we got there.
1: Yeah. I mean, I totally appreciate the fact that you are making it more accessible to people, right? Uh, you got a great battle, but you make it affordable. Right. And, and that, right. you know that's not the, the, the philosophy of a lot of companies right now a lot of companies want to make it you know as affordable as possible but you figured out a way to keep your price tag under three digits right i mean it's 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 you know it's under three digits for a really good paddle it's like I appreciate that. I thank you for, you know, having and filling that space because I think pickleball needs that for a lot of the people that are, you know, getting into it and really love it and they want the technology they're like, that like that cheat code, right? You need that right. right. to do the work for you. Uh, and and you created it and I was just wondering like how you know you mentioned a little bit like you don't have to sponsor the pro athlete. Still not able to be able to provide a good paddle and the amount of research that goes into creating a good paddle at the price point that you do. How, how did you pull that off?
3: Yeah. So one of the biggest things that we did is we, I think we spent a, around two months just talking to manufacturers um, until we landed on one that we knew uh, was actually manufacturing for a bigger, for two other bigger brand companies. Um, so the, the benefit of that was that these companies had um, already gone through the delamination issues. Uh, So we came in on the end of uh, the company rectifying that, and uh, what we found out was that if we can uh, attain the paddles from a manufacturer that is currently making some of the best thermoform paddles in the market that have been proven to resist core crushing and everything like that, um, then we got our hands on a product that's proven, you know, that has been tested and that performs to the highest standard. Uh, so we did that. And then we began just ordering samples. Uh, you know, we may, we order samples in shapes and stuff like that. We tempered with the grit, um, you know, the grit matters. And, um, you know, we came to find out that the grit that I think most people want would fail testing. So we, all our, our paddles have uh, played in both PPA and APP tournaments and have passed testing. So we're, we're certain that our grit level is going to pass that And then we just tested it by, by like I so I there's a guy in Hammond, uh, there's there's a park here in Atlanta called Hammond, uh, and uh, 5.0 players and above go there. It's kind of like a like the Lions Den, you know. You you better bring (laughs) your A game if you're gonna step in there. Uh, And and this guy uh, named Kevin, uh, really cool guy. He uh, he hit he's known for core crushing, like he is known for just destroying. uh, He plays singles and he plays singles very aggressively. And uh, he got his hands on a judo paddle from a friend of mine who had his, and um, he tried for months and couldn't couldn't crush the core. Uh, I he, think tried the edge, he tried for months. He tried. That was enough. like his sole purpose. Uh, he played <laughs> with it at a PPA tournament, um, but he just couldn't crush it. So these were sort of some of the tests that we did, and and once we felt certain that we had a product that was gonna withstand um you know we we offer a one-year warranty just because we know how much you can put it through and i don't think most players play at kevin's level where they're just are driving everything you know they're probably more more cautious with their money and stuff like that you know um so we knew that once that happened that we had paddles on our hand that we're going to perform and uh we went ahead and pulled the trigger on 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 those three particular uh, molds that we have it's just the, the the 14 millimeter jack king the 16 judge and and the uh, 16 millimeter judah so two of which which i see in your screen
0: yeah i was gonna say let's talk a little bit more about your paddles and what the specs are for each one i do have uh the judah here let me put it a little closer for the people who are watching beautiful paddle great design it's very powerful when i i actually tested this paddle out with uncle when he came to visit me here in vegas and after I was playing with it, I was like, you got to play with this one because there's some power behind this thing. And he was like, he was playing with his too. He's like, you got to try this one because this <laughs> one's really good. <laughs> so Uncle has the Jo King behind him. Yeah. It's the one that and, has and, the and my in
1: my, my My little thing is, is like, this Jo King is no, is, I'm not joking. When I play the Jack King, I mean, it is it is a, a beast out there on the court. It's a 14 millimeter, and it just has some pop. It's fast. It's beautiful. It's a gorgeous design, as Bridgie was saying. And I just had a blast playing it. And it was tough because Bridgie and I were like, who's going to get which one? Which one? Are we? You know, yeah. we don't live together. Yeah. We live in different states. We're like, who's getting this one? Who's getting the judo? Who's getting the Jack King? And uh, so we had to arm wrestle. And, you know.
3: Bridgie won, so she 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 got the Judo. I got first
1: pick.
3: <laughs> honestly, my, the Judas is my go-to. So you made you made a good pick. See? Yeah, I, yeah. I, I, honestly, when I tried with the Jack King, it just it's got too much for me, you know. And uh, yeah, it's just too much for. I can't control that thing, and and so I like I like the Judo. Judas right in the middle. Well, Please. tell
1: everybody the specs of the different, you got three different paddles. You know, We mentioned the Jacking, King, the Judah, and then we also have the Judge. So tell right. everybody what the differences are of those three different paddles.
3: Yeah, so the Judge is our most elongated paddle. Um, it's also the, more, the most head heavy, so it's not fast. Uh, the swing weight's the highest on that one, um, but it also has the greatest twist weight, which is how much the paddle will rotate in your hand. So it's a great like reset machine uh and uh it's it's very plush um uh, and it has plow through if you can swing it fast enough but it's heavy you know what i mean so uh so that one right there we recommend usually uh for the beginners uh to intermediate players just because it's going to give you a lot more forgiving shots the sweet spot's huge on it um and uh when we when we tried it out versus other uh elongated 16 millimeter paddles others were less forgiving and had a higher twist weight um and then it just feels very full like the the core just feels very very full um it's just gonna give you a lot of a lot of uh, feedback on the ball and the ball's gonna rest on the surface a lot more uh it also uh, has the uh, second longest handle out of all the paddles that we have um so it's measuring at around 5.3 um so that one's uh the, the judge and if you guys i got one right here if you guys want to see it it's actually um this one right here you can see it's our most elongated paddle, um, and he's got his own design right there as well. Uh, but this one's going to just absorb things and, and going to provide you a lot of control. And then, like you said, we have our Judah right here. So the Judah is another 60 millimeter, uh, and it does have a little bit less of a pop than the Jaking, um, but it does give you that power as well. So this one we kind of recommend for the all-around player. Um, it's quicker at the net, and um, it also the swing weight's a lot lower. Um, just because the balance of the paddle is more centered on this one than for example this one you get more of the balance uh the center of the paddle down here so um this one's a lot more balanced so it's going to give you a lot more and it plays similar to uh rumbus or a double black diamond and then ultimately we have our uh this is what most guys and girls probably go to when they play at the upper level is the uh, king and i've heard a lot of people say that this plays similar to a carbon 1x um you know just without the without the price tag. Uh, so the 14 millimeter, obviously the core is thinner. So it's gonna be a lot more poppy. The ball is gonna be on the on the paddle surface less. Uh, and this offers a 5.5 handle. So a lot of people like to put two hands on this. And because the handle's longer, the width is smaller, just so we fall within standard of measurements. Uh, so the sweet spot's gonna be a little smaller as well. Uh, twist weight is gonna be a little bit higher. Uh, but yeah, and then I'll give y'all, I'll give y'all a preview. We're working right now Ooh. on on, on the Jock King KV, which would be a Kevlar surface paddle. Uh, so if you What's notice, um, so I got these actually this week and I took them out to play this morning. And when I tell it's a game changer. It's, it's plush. It's like, it's like everything the Jock King's lacking, now it has without the loss of the power. Um, is it, it actually a con- millimeter paddle? It as is. Well? It is a 14. So it's the exact same mold as the Jackie, but it's Kevlar, and uh, it's quieter, surprisingly, and uh, it still provides tremendous spin. I would say it even provides more spin uh, than the carbon surface, um, but it's more plush. Like it's a little bit more controllable. So I don't know. We'll see how it goes. Uh, but we're looking to experiment with that, and you know, like I've mentioned before. Um, you know a lot of the technology that's out there for paddles is accessible you know it's not patented so mm-hmm. you know anyone can get their hands on it and that's what we're trying to do so if the technology is out there let's put it on the paddle and see how it does and sit, give it to people for, for very low prices so
0: what is of your estimated time on when people can start purchasing the kevlar one do you have so, like a, a timeline
3: yeah, so right now we'll probably undergo uh, just the USAPA approval. We like doing things by the book. Um, mm-hmm. So we'll, we'll make sure we have that. And funny story, uh, I was at a tournament in Macon two weeks ago, and one of the judges came up to me and was like, hey, uh, I recognize that brand he's playing with, and you're wearing the shirt. Are these paddles approved? I'm not kidding you. They said, are these paddles approved? And I said, yeah, they're approved. And they were like, OK, can I look them up real quick? And she did a paddle search. Wow. on the spot yeah and i don't know i guess if it wouldn't have came up she would have been like hey you can't play with that here so At least anyway it being zero <laughs> yeah 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 i mean i i thought she just was uh trying to have a Good conversation but she was yeah she was checking me up. so she pulled all three of our paddles so glad That's we cool. went you know we did it by the book um Good. but yeah we'll probably undergo the usapa approval and then we'll do a little bit more testing uh we need to hit a lot more just to make sure that. Um, you know the course doesn't crush due to the surface it's a different surface so it's a different response on the ball uh, so we just want to make sure that uh, it lasts as well we don't want it you know to last maybe like a month and then the friction resolve or anything like that so we'll do some testing so hopefully maybe in two to three months Um, you know we'll have it available if it passes USAPA testing we may start pre-order sooner um, but uh, but Kevlar's like the thing right now and yeah. you know and they're selling it for crazy and I'm like well I gotta ask you like you know,
1: I have a a a joke question and I have a serious question. If if uh-huh. you know if somebody shoots me and I you put the Kevlar paddle in front of me, <laughs> will it will it block me? Will it save my life? Right. I I don't, know, I'm thinking Kevlar, right? It's gotta be yeah, able to stop a yes. bullet.
3: So Kevlar, so when I was in the military, we, we wore flak vests and everything like that. And uh the plate was what stop the bullet. Now, if it's armor piercing, it's gonna kill you, Uncle Greg. I'm okay. sorry. It's, it's gonna get through there. But <laughs> well, the thing is, is there's no armor
1: piercing pickleballs yet.
3: So no, if somebody goes something.
1: for you know a body shot on me, if I put
3: that Kevlar paddle, I think I'm safe.
0: <laughs> yeah, you'll block it. I think so. Yeah, it will block
1: it for
3: sure. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I okay. think I think the yeah. way Kevlar works is all the layers are like stacked up, and it's supposed to stop like gun rounds, anything that's round on the tip. So. I think a pickleball fall in that category. Yeah. Good.
1: You never know where I'm going to travel to play pickleball. So sometimes safety, safety first. So I'm, I'm glad to hear that. <laughs> the second question is a little more serious. It's like, what is the big deal about Kevlar as a surface? Like, why is that okay. different than yeah. carbon and, you know, the other surfaces?
3: Sure. So Kevlar has been, uh, it's used actually, uh, it's a fire retardant. So it's actually used in like fire rescue uh clothing and stuff like that by the fire department. So it's extremely abrasive uh, and it's also extremely resistant. So what we're, I think what most paddle manufacturers are looking for is one, uh, a surface that won't deteriorate after a long time, but it's also not gritty at all. It's super smooth. So now we're thinking, so now we're talking about increasing the ability for spin on a ball without limit to friction, right? Without limit to how rough the surface is going to be. And I think the more you can make the Kevlar surface adhere to a ball, I think the more you can bump it up without having to worry about those specific uh, limits on how much grit it can actually have. Uh, So we're looking at one, at durability, which is extreme, right? Um, And then two, we're looking at the ability for, um, I mean, virtually limitless you know, right, more, more grit, grip on a ball. Um, it's not a rubber, which is what the USAPA prohibits, right? So the yeah. paddle surfaces can't have rubber because uh, rubber is extremely adhesive, right? It grabs the ball really bad. And then deflection also on the paddle surface. But when we're looking at Kevlar, it's, it's a sturdy surface. Um, but yet uh, there's something about the material that I think kind of grips the ball a little better and then releases it, which I think is where the spin comes from. So that's the hype right now with the Kevlar. It's you know it's not carbon. Carbon after a while it, it breaks down, you know after you beat it enough. So then you know you have to look for a replacement. But I mean, if in some cases it's not good as a paddle manufacturer because your paddle may never lose its grip and you'll know, another <laughs> right. one. You know you don't have but, to come uh, back for a second. <laughs> right, right, but 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 it's still you know it's what's hot right now. So again, it's a, it's a technology that's not patented, so we're gonna get our hands on it and we're gonna try to sell it at a cheap price
0: yeah well you are obviously up to date on your paddle technologies and you're putting out quality products but i am also interested in these designs on them because they are so sleek and for people who are listening and not watching i highly recommend going to check them out because the design on them is beautiful it's attractive it looks like a really classy paddle who does the designs for you is it do you create those yourself
3: no so we actually uh we spent a lot of time just searching for them um and we we did a we just did like an open search and we just looked and we tried many of them there were some that we came across and then we would import them to um to uh what's that uh adobe adobe Mm -hmm. right yeah it would import it and try to work on cropping it and making it fit uh and it took i think it took about a week before we finally landed on the three that we wanted um, and uh, so we we just open sourced, looked for them, and then we obviously looked to, to see if there were rights or anything like that, and uh, there weren't. So uh, so we went ahead and used them. And all three of them, you know, I, I don't know if you guys have uh, asked me. I, I feel like I've mentioned this before, but you know, we are we are faith based, and um, you know, Christian. And so all three paddles start one with J, right? Um, so you know, there's three J's in there in the day. first three paddles. Yeah. Yeah, with the launch. And then, um, you know, with the Jack King, obviously you have, you know, the word Jack King in there, which is a crown. So we looked for a crown and that's where we put it. And then the Judah, there's a reference, you know, in, in scripture to the line of Judah, which is the tribe where Jesus came from. So he's addressed as the line of Judah. So we slapped the lion on the, on the paddle. And then for the last one, we have the judge, you know, which, um, obviously we have the statue there, which resembles judge, uh, the, the judgment, right? So, uh, so yeah, that's kind of where we where we went about that. I wish I had the creative mind to come up with things like that, um, you know, on my own. But I'm not that artistic, um, so yeah that that was um, that was just something that we spent a lot of time looking for. Um, I wish we could take credit for for those designs. So whoever did them, you know, great job out there. Um, but uh, yeah, we we played with them and slapped them on there, and they fit. They print it well, which was another mm-hmm. thing we were looking for how they would print. Um, and uh, yes, yeah, so, so we had them submit it and. You know, our manufacturer printed it on, it came out looking pretty
1: good. You know, not only are they beautiful, right, and then really classy design, but a lot of people are concerned when there's a lot of graphics on a paddle that sure. it, it impacts the, the grit, it impacts, mm-hmm. you know, how the ball comes off. Um, some people really stay away from high graphic paddles, right, high right. graphic faces, I didn't notice, at least you know, from my personal play with both the the Judah and the jockeying that you know it affected spin in any way. Can give us your feedback on that?
3: Yeah, so I haven't had any issues with that myself. Um, I know that it, it'll vary too on which side of the paddle you're playing when it's completely almost empty of graphics. Um, and then I've had people who reviewed the paddle on Instagram and YouTube who also didn't mention anything about there being an issue with, with the grip, um, you know, so we haven't had any issue. That's why we also placed them on the outside, um, you know, where it's very likely the shot's already going to be probably not what you intended to do if you're hitting it on that end. So, <laughs> you know what I mean? So, um, but yeah, we we took that in consideration and we just kind of, I don't know, we we were really more concerned about the conversation that could be sparked From you know, because then in conversation comes community. So we were we were really hoping more on: do we just make a plain paddle, or do we make a paddle that you know might you know for the for the for the pickle for the pickleball paddle people that are really really about the paddles, it might draw them away. But in terms of other people, it might just be the conversation they needed.
0: That's very true. And you mentioned community and how it could spark a conversation. Um, In your latest video that you posted on Instagram. You had mentioned that this year that you are hoping to um, kind of go into underprivileged areas and bring pickleball to them. Can you explain to us kind of what those plans look like? And yeah, sure. If anyone so, listening can help in any way.
3: No, that would be amazing. Yeah, so, so I live in uh, the South Atlanta area of Clayton County. And in years past, I don't think it's so bad now, but... It's always different when someone from the outside is looking into your area. You know, to them, it could be the worst area ever. To me, I don't know. You know, I'm not really, you know, but some people claim that it's like the worst. Um, So there's a there's a very beautiful park here in Clayton County that was actually used in the Olympics in Atlanta of 96. Um, The Olympic Committee made the park and then they gifted it to the county. And I don't think the county knew what to do with it. So it like it was when I was going to school, it was horrible. It was an ugly part, but now they revamped it. And one of the things that they're doing now is they're actually rebuilding uh, the tennis complex and they're building like a good amount of pickleball courts. So, so um, I'm actually friends with the guy that's on the committee who's, who's making that happen. And what we hope to do is hopefully to uh, offer clinics and events like those that can introduce the sport to, cause there, if you go around and just look around the neighborhoods. I guarantee you there's tennis courts that are not being used, Yeah. right? They're just there. They're, they got weeds growing out. So, I mean, <laughs> how cool would it be to go in and clean that up, maybe lay down some tape, bring some paddles and introduce people to the sport of it. And what we're also hoping to do is to partner with local churches so that uh, when we have these events, they can ask what the needs for the community are. Um, you know, a lot of churches, they don't have an access. They don't have a way to get into the community because of whatever, you know, the social economic barriers, or maybe even the opinions that people might have towards church people. You know what I mean? There, there's always that. But but if we can create a sport or an event, right, that old people and young people can play, I'm pretty sure that we can get people, you know, from whatever type of diverse backgrounds to to get together and have a conversation. And if we can make that happen, then um, I think a lot more people will find community, you know, and, and maybe places they didn't think they could. So so that's one of the things that we're hoping to do. My, uh, We do have one sponsored athlete. His name is Sam. Great kid down in Florida. He's actually, uh, we were talking the other day, and he's telling me that right now he's undergoing classes on how to run clinics. So what we're hoping is that, you know, once he gets that through and he feels confident, maybe we can have him run a few up here in Georgia and uh, man, just start getting involved with the community. Like, what are the needs? You know what I mean? We understand, you know, there's, you know, probably – all types of needs and, and shapes and forms. But I think the more specific you can know, the more you can, you know, build those relationships and hopefully get to a place where pickleball was used as a medium to, um, you know, help help the community.
1: I think that's amazing and, and really appreciate it and, and respect what you're trying to do for the community. Um, you had mentioned earlier that, uh, you know, you're a youth pastor and it is one of the goals is to kind of, introduce pickleball to more of the youth in the area um, to Mm kind of keep them, you know, occupy, give them an interest and, you know, hopefully keep them out of trouble and all that kind of, you know, positive Mm -hmm. things that pickleball can do. Um, Is that one of your goals moving forward?
3: Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think, you know, as I mentioned before, the learning curve for pickleball is so easy, that I think any kid, you know, who might have an athletic bone in his body is just going to think he's the Ben Johns, you know, pickleball. And <laughs> and that's what we want. You know, that's what we want. And and hopefully it'll brew some competitiveness among them to where now they're coming to play pickleball rather than, you know, whatever other kind of distraction could be out there for them. You know, and that's the number one key is there's there's just not structure, you know, in, in a lot of these kids lives and and the is what they need. And if we can provide them a structured time and a structured place, I think we can make relationships there as well. You know, and then hopefully get, like I said, people involved from local churches to mentor and to, to help them grow.
0: Yeah. So, well, you and your triple J team are doing amazing things out there. Where can people get in contact with you or order a paddle? What's the best place for them to go?
3: Yeah. So if I'm big on Instagram, um, I tried TikTok, not for me. Um, <laughs> I know I, I know it's a necessity and we hope to get there one day, but it's just so like data heavy, you know, but, um, but yeah, if you go on Instagram and you just search triple J pickleball, uh, you'll see this ugly face on there and mm-hmm. probably some videos <laughs> of paddles. Um, and then there's a link up there where you can go to our website or you can just try, uh, type up triple J and uh, have a visit to one of our website and, and you'll see the paddles there and everything like that. We're trying to, you know, segue into other things like maybe clothing in the future and stuff like that. But, Um, But it's a very small team. And, uh, you know, like I mentioned in that video on Instagram, uh, we are debt free and being debt free is what's helping us uh, keep the prices extremely low. So, you know, we're trying not to get in the hole to just so we can put out great content and stuff like that. We'd rather keep the prices low. And uh, and word of mouth is amazing for us. This has been our greatest uh, advertisement. You know, it's just people saying, hey, these battles are great.
1: You do have great paddles and you do make them extremely affordable. And then you're so generous that you're actually offering our listeners a discount code as well. So if people go onto your site and want to order paddles, they can type in third shot as a discount code and receive an additional discount. Not, I mean, it's already a fantastic price point. Uh, But you know, if you could save a little bit more, if it helps our audience out, you know, why not? And we really appreciate that Luis, because you are doing really good things
3: for the community. We appreciate that. Well, we appreciate you. Thank you all for giving me the opportunity.
0: Of course. And one last cheers, our third shot of the night
3: Yeah, there's a, There's like a three
1: theme going on, right? Triple J, oh. third shot. Right? Must be, it must be something about 3s it There's got to be <laughs> something, right? There's got to be something about threes. Cheers to Triple cheers. J. I highly recommend anybody that is looking for a paddle, beautiful designs. Go to the Triple J Pickleball website. It's triplejpickleball.com. Go on Instagram, like Luis is saying, look up Triple J Pickleball. You'll find him. He says he's got an ugly face. He's a good-looking guy. He's very eloquent, (laughs) good communicator great posts um so i think you're going to be extremely happy when you uh, do your research and you get this paddle in your hand you're going to really um, enjoy playing the paddles as bridgie and i have and for all our listeners Thank thank you so much uh for all the support that you provided us we need to continue to search and find exciting guests just like Luis for future episodes new products you know, new types of topics around the pickleball community. We're always looking to uh, expand the the types of interviews that we do. We have some exciting ones coming up. So please tune back in and and take a listen to some of the upcoming interviews. I think you're going to be really excited and enjoy the people that we have on. Uh, Please keep supporting the show. Subscribe, right? Subscribe to Third Shot Podcast. Give us your support. We'll keep sharing our stories, our enjoyment for the game, and let's you know keep it together and, and let's grow this pickleball community. I know Luis is doing his job. Bridgie and I are trying to do ours. We could always use some more support and um, mm-hmm. let's get behind this. Let's keep growing this community. So thank you so much for listening and please come back and listen to Third Job Podcast again. Take care.